Hello and welcome to the Mitre 10 Cup Show. Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall, your best player for predictions and opinion. And yes, this weekend it was semi-finals time. So the last eight, because obviously we had semi-finals in the Premiership and also the Championship. And on Friday night, we kicked off with um, Bay of Plenty hosting Manawa 2. Um, by the way, this is 8pm every night, so do join us next Monday, 8pm. It'll be the final Mind 10 Cup show of the season, because obviously we have the finals this coming weekend. I will be at Bay of Plenty um, versus uh, Hawks Bay, so do join me for that one. And uh, sorry, spoilers if you were wondering what the results were, but you should know that already, let's be honest. Um, but uh, on the on Friday night, we had Bay of Plenty versus Manor 2. Bay of Plenty won this one 64-3. It was a record uh, uh, finals um score and record finals um, margin as well. I must admit, as soon as we heard that Lamapi wasn't going to be playing for Mano 2, I did fear for them, but I didn't uh, but um, I don't think even he was the difference of a 61 point difference. Um, to be fair, Mano 2 got off to a good start and scored first. <laughs> um, after four minutes, they knocked over um, a ruck penalty. Um, but uh, Bear Plenty... Uh, had had a good restart, causing a knock on in the twenty two, and and, it, and played much better. And from the and then from that scrum, uh, Nara uh, uh, injected himself into the line. He's playing fifteen this weekend rather than fourteen um, on the wing, so he's playing a fullback. Injected himself into the line. Nobody uh, matched up against him, and he just walked through unopposed to score. Um, and as I talked with Clayton, the uh, head coach of uh, Bay of Plenty, after two, saying, look, yeah, they think that maybe that spooked um, Manor 2, and basically they were kind of looking for that from then on. Maybe they were looking for it, because, but um, he injected himself into the line again, but this time passed to Revovo, um, the uh, ex-New Zealand Sevens player who went in for a score. So suddenly we're 12 minutes in, and it's 10-3 from what was uh, started out as... Um, after four minutes, uh, sorry, 12 minutes in, set 10-3. Um, yeah, massive turnaround from Manor 2, having that small win, small lead. Um, but uh, Bay of Plenty just really struggled with, sorry, Turo's really struggled with Bay of Plenty's um, physicality in their forwards and also the movement in their backs. Signara was finding holes um, and, uh, and things. But, I mean, they got themselves a line-out more next, so it wasn't all the backs' action. The forwards also got involved. And then they had a push over try. Well, basically, the, the uh, scrum pushed all the way up, and then Boats had to pick it up and put it down. It's not quite a pushover, but but, um, but nearly. And then they went off, and then they decided to burst through the middle with offloading. And Judd went and scored in the post. So five tries in that first half, um, and they were all with uh, different scorers and slightly different styles as well. Perhaps the first two were a similar style with Nara injecting himself into the line. But after that, we saw multiple ways that. Um, the Bay of Plenty were putting points on the board. Revovo um, also went close, but he um, knocked on um, as well. Hi, Simon. Um, the uh, Great to see you in the live chat. Yeah, we saw each other and had a chat in um, Rotorua for um, this game. And uh, I'll be back there again this Friday. Um, so uh, yeah, hope to catch up with you then uh, again, Simon. Um, the And yeah, 31-3, let's be honest, this game was all over. Um, at half time, and you kind of think, <laughs> referee, can we just blow the whistle um, and end the game? Because it's just, just cruel on the uh, the man of the two um, players. But hey, we kept going. Um, Ross, Nathan Ross, the captain, who's had done a fantastic job 
um, at prop and captaining and, and leading this this pack around um, had got, got himself a try. Um, Nara um, scored um, from a Revolvo offload this time, um, and you have got to say that uh, that Turbos had learnt um, from the mistakes in the first half and did have him marks, but that just meant then that the winger had come in. And that gave Rovovo space. Now, sure, he got closed down, but then he got the offload off. So either way, they still got Nalwara um, into the game. Um, the and On 56 minutes, basically, we had mass changes by Bay of Plenty as they started thinking about uh, the final, the following, or this coming weekend, resting players uh, and getting everyone replaced. So, yeah, and a few more um, tries uh, after that um, to finish things off. Uh, but let's most the game was done and dusted by half-time, if we're going to be um, fully honest. So, fantastic win by Bay of Plenty. Um, and looking at the TAB odds, they are now the favourites. Um, they are more favourite to win their game against uh, Hawke's Bay than Tasman are um, against Wellington, which is a big surprise, because Tasman haven't lost a game all season, whereas um, Bay of Plenty have actually missed, lost a couple of games. So, um, yeah, really uh, impressive performance by Bay of Plenty, clearly, the bookies and uh, the punters all uh, expecting a good thing from them next weekend. So the first game on Saturday, we have three games back to back on Saturday. Kicked off first with uh, Tasman versus Auckland. A very physical game. Tasman lost a couple of players during this one. Ethan Bakada with the uh, dislocated shoulder. Um, <coughs> another player to, to concussion as well. So they maybe they'll be missing a few players next weekend. But Auckland dominated the first half, just could not score points. Um, at the end of the day, um, and that's really what this came down to. Uh, second half, um, Tasman uh, got um, got the mojo going a bit more and and, and racked up some points. Um, Michael Hunt had an absolutely shocking day with the boot. Missed um, was that three? Uh, sorry, a conversion and two penalties um, in the second half um, to add to the penalty in the first half. So. Three penalties, that's nine points, plus conversion, that's 11 points he left out on the field. Um, now, Harry Plummer did also miss a penalty as well, but just the one. Um, so this could easily have been 29-12, to 12, which is a much more convincing scoreline, let's be honest. Um, so Michael Hunt will want to have his, find his kicking boots for next weekend um, against Wellington. But so it's one of those ones where the scoreboard doesn't really show how dominant Tasman were, uh, how, how comfortable Tasman were winning this game, really. Uh, so Auckland had the opportunity in the first half, didn't put the points on the board, um, and that uh, was their big problem. So Tasman, so Bay of Plenty and Tasman, therefore, get to host their games. Um, Bay of Plenty's on the Friday nights, Tasman on the Saturday. Followed that up with Hawks Bay versus Otago, um, and uh, Bay of Plenty will be very happy with how, well, at least how long this game went on for, um, because this one went to the full 80 minutes. Then we had um, extra time as well, and that's what it took for um, Hawks Bay to finish it off and uh, get themselves the win. Um, having talked to Ben Herring the previous weekend um, about the attitude Hawks Bay, oh, sorry, the Otago were going to take to this game, uh, it was no surprise to see them up. Um, 14 at 24 at half time. They really did um, play well to get themselves in that situation. Um, the wind, then they had to play into the wind, um, and it became all Hawks Bay. Um, Ty Falcon uh, knocking over a, um, a penalty, uh, and then a couple of tries to McClutchy 
um, and to Flanders. Um, and suddenly they're in the lead um, at uh, 31-24. And you're thinking, with, with, um, with, with time running out, uh, Otago came back to score, to score a try and even things up um, the, uh, there. And with both sides having perfect kicking records, um, the pressure was on come the second half, or come, come the extra time. Otago went out there, got the first points on the board. Um, sorry, um, uh, Hawks Bay went out there and got the first points on the board um, via a penalty. I mean, any points at that stage, any kind of lead um, when you're in extra time is obviously good. They came back with a Maffey try um, just for Ty Falcon. Uh, sorry, no, I'm not getting all, I'm getting all mixed up now. Otago scored first. Um, a, a, a try by um, Hawks Bay gave them the lead. Uh, the uh, the did uh, um, Iwani with time running out did have the chance to even things up, missed his conversion, um, and then Ty Falcon finished off with a penalty to secure things on a hundred minutes. But that's going to be a very tiring game, obviously. Um, and so uh, Bay players will be happy for that that um, Hawks Bay had to go through the ringer of that game. Um, and uh, that was an absolute cracker. And uh, for those of you who went on to watch the Rugby World Cup games after that, um, it that definitely uh, set you up really nicely for a fantastic weekend of Rugby World Cup games. I didn't watch the Wellington Canterbury game live. Um, I watched uh, a recording uh, the uh, on, on on Sunday instead. Um, but um, uh, thirty nineteen kind of suggests that it might have been vaguely. Um, Close, but not really. Uh, Wellington just took Canterbury to pieces in that first half, seventeen nil um, at half time. With um, when you look at the sort of um, uh, and, and they also lost Emmanuel Jensen to injury um, fairly early on as well. Um, the it took them a while to to, to wear um, to wear Canterbury down. They just got the one penalty early on, and then the half hour mark got a try and got a second try before half time, um, and suddenly. They burst out to a to a big lead, but um, Ben Lamb then had another try afterwards at twenty four nil. I say this game was pretty much over soon after half time. Canterbury did fight to the bitter end, but they never really got within touching distance. And I say that uh, twenty um, thirty nineteen makes it sound closer than it really was. Uh, Wellington had this one comfortably, I say wrapped up in there, even getting themselves a drop goal. Um, to finish things off, obviously we've been watching the Rugby World Cup where we've had a few um, drop goals uh, in that as well. Um, Canterbury really not been the side of the power of old um, this uh, this season. Let's be honest. Um, finished third in the table, um, had uh, four losses on their way to that. Um, when they had wins, they had big wins, I mean, like eighty points over. Um, uh, over Southland, which blew out their points difference to 147, um, whereas Wellington only had a points difference of 52. But take away that 80 points for that one game, and suddenly um, Canterbury are in the mix with only a 27, uh, oh, sorry, 67 points. Um, but yeah, they really were not the force they have been, missing a lot of uh, All Blacks who are away with the Rugby World Cup, obviously, and just not had the depth um, to fill that in uh, at this level. Wellington still have that problem with their pack, which is what you're going to say, where you're going to say that uh, their chance against Tasman, which would have extremely good defence, are they going to get that front football for their backs? I don't know. I can't see it. Um, in the regular season, um, to remind ourselves 
odd result they, they met um, was it week two from memory um, so, uh, sorry week one they met week one where Tasman won 45-8 um, so yeah Wellington really going to have to get that uh, their attack functioning because um, Tasman's defence um, has been extremely good um, this season restricting teams to north and to low points on a number of occasions um, so you've got to say that's really going to be the Wellington's primary objective here get points on the board because otherwise against this Tasman side you're going to give up points at some point um, and you're going to go behind so you, you're going to you're going to get find yourself chasing the game and giving away easy points um, so you've got to get some points on the board and that's going to be the big thing for, for that one the Battle of the Bays um, recommences as well. Bay of Plenty um, hosting uh, Hawks Bay. Um, the uh, when they when they met um, earlier this um, season, the score well, they played in Tauranga during the daytime, um, and the score was fifty-one twenty-four. Um, a very um, uh, convincing win um, by Bay of Plenty. Um, really put the, uh, I mean, at, at half time uh, it was 31 0. This game was well done um, way before the end. Um, that 51 24 makes it sound uh, closer than it really was. So it's all those 24 points scored in the um, second half. But so um, they've lost Trask since then um, to, uh, to to injury. Bay of Plenty, so it's going to be interesting how this one pans out. Hawks Bay, obviously, going to have to. Contain Bay of Plenty in that first half um, and try and grind them down. Uh, Hawks Bay's strength is around that line out more, um, potential, um, particularly. They have got some young, exciting backs as well, um, but that but uh, they've scored a lot of points that line out more in that scrum. Bay of Plenty keep their discipline, don't give up penalties, don't allow Hawks Bay to, pardon me, kick into the corners um, for, for line out for, for line outs. Then you're going to have to say that. Um, it could be that, 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 that it could be a long day for Hawks Bay. Having seen that, this game though will be in Rotorua at night time. Now, um, obviously, Bay of Plenty beat Hawks uh, beat Manor two sixty four three. Um, from memory, their other games there, what well, they beat Waikato 40, um, 40, 40, 14, um and uh, was it the Wellington game there fifteen sixteen? Um, but again, that's that's it, it was, but that's against um, Premiership opposition. So. Um, the it's going to be a cold night. It always is. <laughs> it kind of is in that Rotorua Stadium, um, and uh, we'll see uh, how that pans out. I say Bay of Plenty, the heavy favourites for that one. I'll be there. Obviously, I'll be on the old Twitter, um, giving you little video updates as well. Try and get some post-match interviews. Um, even though Magpies um, head coaches have uh, or, or, or management decide they don't want to give interviews for some reason. No idea why. Um, and uh, yeah, do enjoy the rugby this weekend. Obviously, we've also got the uh, semi-finals of the um, Rugby World Cup this weekend where John O'Connor and I will do post-match reactions like we did for all the quarterfinals this last weekend. So keep an eye out for all of that. Um, and enjoy the rugby that uh, you've been um, uh, that's coming up. Uh, a quick one tonight because it's a solo show, uh, but um, yeah, hopefully we'll have Steve Harris back to do a, um, for the um, for review of the two finals next Monday at 8 p.m. So do join us then.